0: Good Monday morning. I'm standing here in this beautiful chapel at the church I attend here in Tennessee. And I'm leading a Bible study here on the seven letters to the seven churches of the book of Revelation. And I've done this study more than once, but I have an appreciation for Jesus' love for the church this time differently than I've ever had before. When he starts these letters, he tells John, he said, I'm the one that hold the seven stars. The seven stars represent the pastors. Then he said, I'm also the one that walks among the seven golden candlesticks, which represented the seven churches that are about to get these, what I would call love letters from Jesus. So imagine this, this Sunday morning when you go to church, your pastor gets up to deliver the word or to exhort the congregation at the beginning of the service and I want you to see your pastor held in the palm of Jesus's hand. God's man for God's moment. I want you to pray for him I want you to ask God to anoint him, to undergird him, to shepherd him, to give him around him the men and women of counsel and wisdom that he needs to fully obey the purposes and plans of Jesus Christ. Ask for his ears to be open to the voice of the Holy Spirit like they never have been before so that he can bring the word of the Lord to God's people. And then I want you to see this. I want you to see what Jesus is doing on the Sunday morning inside of our worship service. He said, I'm walking among candlesticks. Jesus, during the worship, during the prayer time, during the message, is walking among his people. He's very actively involved in our church services, and in the lives and work of his people. This week we studied the Church of Pergamum. There was also something very active there. They were described as a city where Satan had his throne. It was a place of of great demonic influence. Theologians say there was idolatry there greater than any other place in the Asian world at the time. And they had gotten to the place where the martyrdom of believers had become a normal occurrence. So Satan had realized that these believers were willing to die holding on to their faith in this Jesus they professed. So now, instead of attacking their bodies, instead of doing it on the outside, now Satan was being strategic and coming into the inside. He was coming to the church and he was saying, you know, it's not really any big deal if you don't look any different than the world. You know, I mean, what's, how big a deal is it if you watch that TV show or if you, you say all those words inside of your conversations? What is it if you talk bad about other people like they do out there in the marketplace? What, it, what does it matter if that's what you read or this is what? It's, you don't really have to look that different. So there was that that had infiltrated the church inside. But there was something else. There was now Satan was trying to twist theology to create a palatable gospel, a very dangerous place to live. You know we've seen a lot of churches try to create a palatable gospel, and do you know now 58 percent of Christians in America would say that there are multiple ways to get to God other than Jesus. You may think, how is that possible? Well, The enemy doesn't stop on the outside. He's willing to come inside the walls of the church, too. To teach things, to twist things, to make things more comfortable. After all, who wants to be martyred for their faith? So... In our quest to reach people. I think we've forgotten the words of Jesus, the words of Scripture that say, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. I don't have anything against flashy lights and big screens and all that stuff during worship. I love beautiful choir and a massive orchestra those beautiful pictures and images on the screen in a morning worship service but i'll tell you this we really don't need anything more than the power of the holy spirit i think of those old billy graham crusades where he just preached the cross of christ and people flocked To the altar, because with the message of Jesus, with the power of the Holy Spirit, God can do powerful things inside of a Sunday morning. So, what if this Sunday morning, on our way to church, we asked Jesus to make us so full of the Holy Spirit that we would be like a burning spark? that catches those around us on fire until the Holy Spirit moves in a way we haven't seen him move in a really long time. Trust me, the enemy is intentional. He's infiltrated the walls of the church with all kinds of twisted gospels. But the gospel hasn't changed It's still Jesus, and Jesus loved his church enough just like he loves his church today enough to let us know that he's walking among us. I'm grateful for that. Now I want to be the church that lights the world on fire.